Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I was taught by, you know, Fezzik, you, a lot of other people in this industry, do not overreact to one single game. I cannot, after watching that performance last night, not have Duke clearly as a favorite now in my current power ratings over Kentucky. I'm upgrading Duke four points after just one game. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. The brand new playoff rankings are out. The top four is as follows. Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Michigan. RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on the new top four in college football? Well, we got Brad Powers here, college expert to help us. Brad, here's my first thought. Michigan, Georgia, doesn't really matter who's four because Georgia's not going to be in if they lose to Bama. Correct. And Georgia's going to be in if they win the band against Ab- Bama. Absolutely correct. With the plan is SEC championship game projected for these two. Almost certain. Yep. All right. So let's forget about that. And I think it was a smart move politically by the committee to say, hey, we don't want – we just – we had LSU a little high last week. Let's not put another SEC team in there. You agree? Yep. Absolutely. Although we once again, LSU, uh, as far as the SEC goes, LSU is the top two loss team ranked out of any team in the country. Georgia's the top one loss team ranked out of any team besides Michigan. Top three loss team is coming out of the SEC. The committee still is very preferable towards the SEC. And again, if you've got to play, and I would make the case entering this season, the Vegas perspective on the SEC was, yeah, Bama's mighty good. Georgia's pretty good. But everyone else, not so good. If anything, LSU's better than we expected. Yep. Right? And Georgia's probably 
back to where we thought they were? Maybe a little down? Yeah, no, that I think that's totally fair. About yeah. the same as what we expected. So in general, the SEC as a conference is stronger than, than Vegas expected. Slightly stronger, yep. Yeah, and, and then you got to add in Bama being historically good in that conference. Okay, next thing. And I disagree with Colin Cowherd and his take on this. And he said two different things. One was, he said, doesn't matter who's for ultimately, meaning come the playoffs themselves, because you're just going to be a sacrificial lamb. I don't think he used that exact phrase for Alabama. And to me, this could be a longer discussion about the real true nature of probability, right? And there just was a midterm election and there's debate about what the polls said versus what happened. And is Nate Silver good or is he bad at what he does? And think about it. If I had two dice or die, and I say the odds of rolling two sixes is 35 to one. Right, Fez? Yes. Okay. If I roll the dice and two sixes come up, people are going to say, oh, RJ, look how dumb. You said it was hardly any chance of two sixes. And there they are. No, I said there was one and 35. If we roll the dice a million times, if the dice are fair and the surface is flat, it's going to come up one out of 36 times, 35 to one. Okay. Alabama is going to be the clear favorite over anybody. But the odds of Bama losing are far, far greater than Larry Bird missing a free throw in his prime. So we did some math at pregame.com, and we said... What's the odds of Alabama losing to Clemson if they matched up? And the numbers are, and this is just fact. This isn't even opinion. About 77% that Bama would win, 23% that Clemson would win. So imagine if they played every day for eight days, a week in the day. Clemson wins twice. Okay? Now... I did so now I get Colin's main point was well one versus four would be tough. Okay. Well, let's just say Georgia's four or a team like Georgia, Notre Dame. You know, they're all pretty close, right, Brad? Uh I mean, Notre Dame's lower than in Georgia. Georgia, Michigan. Michigan. Let's use that yeah. as yeah, let's say it's yeah, that's a great one. Michigan versus Bama. The odds are about fifteen percent. So one in seven or so. Once if they play every day in a week. One time, Michigan's going to beat Bama based on the odds. Now, if you think about it now, wait a minute. If you have a 15% chance of Bama losing in game one and a 23% chance in game two, you do the math, and it's like less than 70% that Bama's going to win it. So as much as this is a historically great team, Alabama, and they are in the eyes of Vegas, the odds are less then 70% that Alabama wins. I don't think people understand that. I think you're hearing a lot of smart people say, ah, it's a foregone conclusion. No, they're clear favorites. But Larry Bird only missed one out of 10 free throws, but he missed a lot of free throws. Thoughts? Uh, Well, first off, you won't hear that take, particular take breaking down the odds on any other show. That's why we're straight out of Vegas. Uh, To me, yeah, I mean, looking at Alabama – 
obviously very impressive performance, huge upgrade over Alabama after last week. But to me, Michigan's better, clearly better than LSU. Clemson's significantly better than LSU. I, before we start crowning Alabama, they've only played, in my opinion, one top 10 team so far. And that's the paradox. On one hand, we do right now, you believe Alabama's clearly the best team you've seen in the last decade. Yep. But by the same token, they have a greater than 30% chance not to win the title. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Duke came in a slight underdog last night and blew out the Kentucky Wildcats 118-84, to handing John Calipari the worst loss of his coaching career. RJ, what does Vegas make of the dominant performance by the Blue Devils? And Jonas makes a great point. Duke was an underdog. And Brad, you do college football and basketball, all the college knowledge. You have a drastic upgrade with Duke. Explain. Well, first and foremost, I was taught by, you know, Fezzik, you, a lot of other people in this industry, do not overreact to one single game. Even though my better gut instinct says don't overreact, I am going to make a significant upgrade here on Duke. And keep in mind, right on this show last night, I liked Kentucky minus two in that game last night. But to me... That after, takes guts to admit. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so th- to me, I cannot, after watching that performance last night, not have Duke clearly as a favorite now in my current power ratings over Kentucky. I'm upgrading Duke four points after just one game. Now, were you feeling like that... You, maybe you shouldn't mention that, and you hope people would forget that you had <laughs> no. Kentucky. No, we, we we mentioned the winners and the losers here on Straight Out of Vegas. That's what separates us. Gambling. Who's anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Well, <laughs> it's gambling. <laughs> Fez. And I would argue the reason to really upgrade Duke is that they really played two games last night. The first half, Duke won fifty-nine to forty-two. The second half, same score. Duke won 59 to 42. So complete domination throughout both halves. Very impressive. <laughs> so now each halves of a game count as two? So often when I see Duke play RJ in the second half, Coach K takes the air out of the ball. And it's a very, very slow-paced second half. These are not your father's Blue Devils. They just kept the pedal to the metal for the entire game. This is your new theme song. (laughs) I like it better than bananas. (laughs) Because when you get started, there's a look in your eye like you know you're heading down the wrong road, but you got to keep going. And the beauty is when the horns come in, when you when you start trying to talk up over the music, the horns are going to just, it's going to be wonderful. You're insane. I mean, I get the idea that you can say it's 10% more impressive. There's a final score at the end of the game, right? So, and if somehow, let's think about this. How much did Duke lose by? Well, Duke won by... Oh, I'm sorry. How much did Duke win by? 34 points. Okay. So if they had been up 34 at halftime and played the second half even, or vice versa, tied at halftime, won by 34 in the second, or pretty much split and split, you'd have, like, different conclusions? Hmm. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> no, this is where you just stop. Just say, you're right. That was a crazy comment. 
You're right. Uh, that was an extreme comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll let him off the hook there. We'll let him off the hook. That said, the markets didn't react necessarily like it was two games, but the market reacted drastically. If you would have bet, Brad, Duke to win the title 24 hours ago compared to now. Right around. Consensus line, Duke to win the title 24 hours ago, 5-1. to one. Duke was the favorite as far as title odds, even though they were an underdog last night to Kentucky. Okay, and now? Duke plus 250. I mean, that's a significant change after just one game. Yeah, so literally if you had bet 100 bucks yesterday on Duke, you would have got paid 500 if they win the title months from now. Today, you bet 100 on Duke, you only get 250, half as much off the one game. To me, it's an overreaction all the way around. Even if you count just as one game, in my opinion, it's an overreaction. That said, when you have zero real games, like we had 24 hours ago, and now you have one, that game that takes you from zero games to one game is probably the most important game because it's the only info you have that's fresh compared to what we knew all offseason. And what we knew was Duke had a heck of a recruiting class. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Uh, guys, we're going to take an early look at some NFL and college football games this weekend, and we're going to start. We mentioned Des Bryant, his former team, the Cowboys, on Sunday night football are at the Eagles. Philadelphia, a seven-point favorite right now on pregame.com. So, Fez, Philadelphia won the London game, looked good there. But if you look at the stats, this team is playing the Eagles as well as any point during the season. And I don't think any, you know, the average fan sees that. Yeah, it's a great point. Consistent improvement for the Eagles. What's going on? Bad quarterback play in September. Foles was the quarterback first two games, wasn't very good. Uh-oh. Let's get Wentz in there. Rushed him back. He wasn't ready to go. He had two subpar games in September. Since then, this Eagles offense has been clicking. Yeah, and, I mean, if you look at yards per attempt for Wentz, which is are you going downfield? Because oftentimes, and we saw this with Tannehill, your yardage can look good in a game or two because of yards after the catch. But if you look at yards per attempt, and then account for yards after the catch over a season, because most teams are going to be in a general range, so you don't even have to account for it oftentimes. Wentz is going downfield, which is what he was best at last year, the third and eight type conversions, the typical field general, the typical game manager wasn't able to do. Wentz was able to do last year in a borderline MVP season before he got hurt. When he came back, not as much, but that stat kept improving as he's gotten healthier and more confident, more aggressive, and the team's play calling, the Eagles, got more aggressive. So as you look at this game, Dallas is a team, and we'll be easy on you on this one, Dallas is a team, quite frankly, that you had some strong – we won't even repeat what you said. You had some strong feelings about their defense. I think you've reevaluated. Absolutely. And I went back, and sometimes, you know, you got to check your ego at the door, and sometimes you're just wrong. I had Dallas's defense highly rated. I took a look at who Dallas has played year to date, and as it turns out, they've not played one elite offense, and that made their overall statistics better than they really have been year to date. 
And now we got more concerns. Sean Lee, my middle linebacker that I've been stressing how important he is. I think he's more important than the marketplace does. But bottom line is him and Des Bryant. How do you compare the importance? (laughs) (laughs) Sean Lee is more important, but Sean Lee is out till week 14 now. So that's not going to help matters as well. Two teams going in opposite directions. Eagles Sunday night football favored by seven, a touchdown at home against those Cowboys. Guys, maybe the best game on the NFL slate this week is actually Thursday night football. Tomorrow night on Fox, the Panthers at the Steelers. Right now on pregame.com, Pittsburgh is a three and a half point favorite. So Fez, you're the perfect guy to talk to about Carolina because there's been Carolina pessimism like crazy. Just think, two games ago, Baltimore at Carolina and on Sunday, you could have gotten a three. Baltimore is favored by three at Carolina, which implies six-point flip for the home field. It implies that Baltimore would have been a nine-point favorite at home over Carolina. Well, they beat Baltimore, and, and Carolina's played well since, but their stats aren't great. So on one hand, the eye test, the schedule, or the one-loss record, oh, my God, Cam, offensive coordinator, Turner's playing really or scheming him up. Everything's great. O-line's playing well. The stats saying otherwise. Are you coming around on Carolina or are you a skeptic? Because right now the marketplace is saying Carolina is just a smidge below the Steelers. Home field's three. Home field on Thursday's worth even more. Half the prep time. And right now the line is three and a half. So they're saying Pittsburgh's just a smidge better Why the big change on Carolina going from being underrated, I think, significantly to now maybe being overrated? Well, I think that the Norv Turner idea that he's helping Cam be a much better quarterback is absolutely valid. And we're seeing improvements. And I I think improvement from when to when? From the beginning of year to to current time. Really? I feel like they played well at the beginning. They're playing well now. I mean, do you? So what you're saying is we've been right, and when I say we, I mean you all along, and it's just they've just kept getting better and better. Because did you make like your most gigantic bet of the year on Carolina plus three against Baltimore? I did bet them. Yeah, gigantic. It was a big bet. Would you have bet it at two and a half? Ooh, probably a small bet. All right. So the fact that in like a couple weeks. There's been like a, I mean, just mathematically, we're saying they've been upgraded like by five or six points because Baltimore and Pittsburgh were considered even coming into last week. So we're really saying Carolina has been upgraded five or six points and you're acting like it's all just par for the course. There's been a real reevaluation. Yeah, reevaluation. And I, I tell you what, I can't get past the fact that Carolina won a couple games that were very fortunate, including a 63 yard field goal to beat the Giants. Clearly, they're playing better now than they were a month ago. So, are you making a? Are you going to make a gigantic bet on Pittsburgh? I like Pittsburgh. What's your power rating say? My power ratings have Pittsburgh two points better. So they should be five here. So, and they're three and a half. And there's even low vig on it. And it's a Thursday night game, and I lean to the home teams. Typically, I'm betting Pittsburgh. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. 
They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.